2: now
4: Good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome back, everyone, once again to another episode of Occam's Razor. Do me a favor, guys, if you're over there on Rumble, please hit the plus sign. If you're on the Foxhole, please hit that red pill. If you're watching on Odyssey, hit that flame. If you're on Getter, tap the screen. It'll pop a bunch of hearts in there and it'll let people know that this is a damn good show. They should go ahead and be watching it right now. We are live on all of those platforms and several more that I just don't have time to mention. Today, we have smoking gun evidence connecting Hunter Biden, his laptop, his classified documents with his father, his business dealings, Ukraine. Oh, my God. And breaking news, classified documents just discovered at none other than Mike Pence's personal home. You know, the great irony here is... (laughs) After attacking Trump and then standing up for Biden, what are they going to do now with Mike Pence? Are they going to treat him the same way they treated Joe Biden? If they do, they're going to look like big hypocrites. Or are they going to treat him in the same way they did Donald Trump? Interesting question. And we're going to have to see how it all shakes out. We have a lot to talk about. Do me a favor. Also, consider sharing this broadcast on your favorite social media platform. And if you don't mind, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, because we have a special message from the sponsor of this program, Thomas, from True Reporting. Thomas, how are you today, my friend?
5: I'm doing good, Zach. Hope everybody out there and the audience is having a fantastic Tuesday. Uh, look forward to the show every week, man. Crazy stuff happening. When that, that when I saw that Mike Pence uh, information drop, I don't know what the game plan is with that, but 100%, it's... Wild stuff. Wild.
4: It is wild stuff. And if
5: you noticed,
4: it was CNN that covered it first. So I tend to think that CNN still has one of their little birdies, if you will, inside the Department of Justice or perhaps inside the FBI. Let's take a look here at the coverage that we have. It's scant coverage, as this is a breaking story. And you guys know that I hate to quote CNN, but sometimes we have to take a look at what the enemy is doing and how they're reporting on stories. As I said in the introduction, Thomas, what's interesting to me here is how they're going to justify their treatment of Joe Biden now that they have to basically report the exact same story in the context of Mike Pence. They've said to this point, and Peter struck has been out there mouthing off about it uh, a lot of people that have done illegal things throughout the years and have uh, behaved in a fairly corrupt manner they basically said that there's nothing illegal that Joe Biden did, but we know that's a lie. We know that to be patently false it's just not true. Joe Biden did not have the the authority shall we say to take those classified documents out of the White House he did not have the authority. ...to bring them to his home, and he certainly did not have the authority to share the information in those documents with anyone at all, unless they had a security clearance. But as soon as he took them out of the skiff, it became an illegal issue. Now, former Vice President Mike Pence, apparently he himself discovered about a dozen documents marked as classified at his Indiana home last week. So this happened some time ago. He turned all those documents over to the FBI... The CNN information is coming from multiple sources within the FBI. We know that CNN and the FBI go hand in hand. What I'm surprised at, uh, Thomas, and I think that if it wasn't for the Joe Biden story, we probably would have seen FBI raiding Mike Pence's house in the same way that they raided Donald Trump's house. Don't you think?
5: Yeah, I mean, so starts off, these things happen with Trump. Yep. Now this happens with Biden. Ten times worse, Katz Patel said, I believe yesterday, or I think it was yesterday, he's saying, you know, you know, there's six places that are these classified documents that they're finding. There's supposed to be 10 more residencies and places where they're going to be finding these documents. He said that's going to be coming out either this week or next week, but it will come out. Uh, so you go from Donald Trump to Biden and now you're going to Pence. Uh, it, it's, it's like racquetball. I don't know. You know, I know what Biden's done is completely illegal. All of this ties back to the Hunter Biden laptop, all every bit of it. Now they're trying to ricochet it back to Mike Pence. I, I think the majority of our base doesn't really give a damn about Mike Pence. That's, that's the way I feel personally. I, I, I don't care. I just think they're trying to racket it to get the heat off of Biden. But let me ask you this. Do you think that they're trying to give Biden the boot? Because, I mean, you see CNN and and the left, you know, mainstream media, they're going against him talking about it. His lawyers are going against him, which is insane. So I don't know. I feel like this is a ping pong effect that we're just watching play out as of right now. Pretty crazy stuff.
4: So someone in the chat said, I heard that there was an executive order from Barack Obama that allowed vice presidents to declassify. Now, I know of this executive order from Barack Obama, uh, 13526. This was the classified national security information executive order. What this does is prescribe a uniform system for classifying, safeguarding and declassifying national security information, including information related to defense against transnational terrorism. Uh, so I don't see anything in it that says the vice president has the same authority as the president To declassify something, perhaps within a national security setting, the vice president could make an executive decision, perhaps maybe say, like, the the president himself is in grave health or or he's not available. He's doing something else for the country. But. Uh, I can tell you this, the the mishandling of the classified information, that is definitely a no-no. That is definitely a crime, and that's definitely what happened with Joe Biden. Now, it gets so much worse, as, as Thomas said. You know, it's not just the mishandling of classified information. It's the mishandling of certain classified information, and it's the potentiality For that classified information to be shared with bad actors or to be shared with, say, Hunter Biden, someone who Joe Biden has consistently time and time again claimed that he had no discussions about his son's business dealings with. However, we can look at the information contained in Hunter Biden's laptop and it becomes patently obvious that Joe Biden was wrapped up in the day to day operations of Hunter's overseas business dealings. Now, look at this. Brand new emails have been discovered on Hunter Biden's laptop that when looked at in the context of Joe Biden's classified document scandal, it becomes a much bigger story. Now, I first saw this from Truth Ninja on Twitter, and it was a a, an email that had been isolated by Marco Polo. Now, in this email, Hunter Biden refers to his father's official papers, and he put it actually in quotation marks. Uh, and according to these emails, uh, this is in early discussions about the Biden Institute, which is the first place at the University of Pennsylvania where they discovered the first cache of classified documents. So the, the insinuation here, based upon the language that Hunter Biden uses in this email, is that he received classified information, most likely a briefing on Ukraine or the situation in uh, the Donbass And then he passed that information on to other interested parties that were invested. And uh, it's way down towards the bottom of the executive order. Hold on. Let me go down there all the way. Well, damn, you guys, it's a really long executive order. If somebody out there in the chat can actually locate that information inside the executive order, I would be eternally grateful because I, re- I would really like to see it because I've never seen the discussion of this executive order come up in any context with any experts discussing what Joe Biden did. Uh, so I would like to see it, but I'm not ruling it out. So if it go ahead. go
2: ahead,
5: no, no, you go ahead. Uh, I, I was going to say that, you know, if, if that was the case, that there was an executive order about all of this then the news wouldn't even, they would just show this, that there was an executive order from Barack Obama, and then there would be no case under Biden. There would be no case for Pence. It would just be irrelevant. I've heard people bring this up before, saying that there was an executive order about it. I've looked into it. Brett's looked into it. We could not find it. But if it's at the very bottom, you know, maybe so. Um, It takes a lot to read through executive orders. But again, if that was the case, then there would be nothing going wrong with Biden. It'd be irrelevant.
4: Okay. so. Let's assume that Joe Biden did have some power to declassify documents. If he was to do that, it would still have to go through a series of procedures. And, you know, I mean, you can just look at the title of this. There is a process to creating declassified documents. But what Joe Biden did was just unilaterally take those documents from the White House and uh leave them in a number of auspicious places, like in his garage, in his personal library, in a closet at the University of Pennsylvania Biden Center. These documents were mishandled any way that you slice it, whether or not Joe Biden would have had the power to do it within a certain framework of behaviors. I want to say thank you to Go Zipper support out there who just said that Red Pill News is awesome. Appreciate you out there, buddy. Uh, and thank you to Porpoiseful over there on the Foxhole for dropping the first gold cookie. So, with these documents specifically, we know that they were related to Ukraine. Correct? We know that Joe Biden. Right. We know that Joe Biden intervened. Uh, by getting Viktor Shokin fired in Ukraine so that Hunter Biden would not be investigated. We know that Hunter Biden had the deal set up at Burisma where he was basically getting paid out no, all this money for doing no work, uh, although he did send a couple of emails, although he did fly back and forth. Um, but in this particular email, Hunter Biden sent Devin Archer a very detailed email on Ukraine. This is on April 13th, 2014. This is one week Before Joe Biden visited the Ukraine to meet with then Prime Minister Yesenia Yatsenyuk. And it appears that Hunter was emailing Devin Archer information he received from a briefing that Joe Biden had directly gotten from top secret documents. So Miranda Devine, who I just want to say this was a cool moment this morning. I went to look at Miranda Devine's profile on Twitter this morning because I I used to follow her and because she was doing Hunter Biden laptop research, and I was no longer following her, but she was following me. And I thought that was super cool. So I immediately followed her. And I just want to say, thank you, Miranda. I hope that you're paying attention. So this email appears to be written in a sort of language and phrasing, Thomas, that is far more detailed. It's completely different from any of the other emails that Hunter was sending. You know, I mean, you take a look at the quotes we've had before. You know, he's talking about his personal relationships. He's calling, he's using an N-word. You know, he's talking about drug abuse. Uh, He's talking about the abuse he received at the hands of his father. But in this email to Devin Archer on April 13th, where he discusses Joe Biden going to Ukraine just one week later, in this uncharacteristically lengthy email, he lists 22 points about Ukraine's political situation. He also includes detailed information about the upcoming election, and he also predicts an escalation of Russia's destabilizing campaign, which could then lead to a full-scale takeover of the eastern region, which is Donetsk and, and Luhansk and, you know, all of those places over there. He says also the strategic value is to create a land bridge for Russia to Crimea, That won't directly affect Burisma Holdings, but it will limit future U.K. exploration and utilization of offshore opportunities in particular. It will also result in further destabilization of the U.K. nationally and for whatever government is in power, and the U.S. will respond with even stronger sanctions. Those sanctions will threaten the tenuous support of the EU, which does not have the political will to incur steep energy price increases. Thomas, he then instructs Archer to go buy a burner phone and he says he's going to do the same thing. You don't buy burner phones unless you're trying to cover up what it is you're communicating with. He says, buy a phone from 7-Eleven or yes, tomorrow and I'll do the same. So from my point of view, Thomas, understanding. The the way that government briefings are structured and the type of language they use and knowing that Joe Biden would have had access to those documents and knowing even more that those documents in Joe Biden's home were specifically related to the situation in Ukraine and knowing Joe and Hunter's relationship with Ukrainian companies. I tend to think that Joe Biden passed that data off to Hunter so that he could use it to better position themselves inside Ukraine and capitalize off of the unrest that Joe Biden was certainly a part of creating.
5: Well, President Trump said multiple times, you know, Joe Biden's a criminal. And they're like, and they know the press is like, what do you mean by that? He's a criminal and you're a criminal because you don't report on this stuff. We just like you said, you look at all the other emails where, you know, Hunter's blacked out and he's trashed and he's, you know, all this sort of he, he could barely, he was putting together fragments at best. He wasn't even put together sentences. Uh, and then this sounds like something was copy and pasted and sent to Devin Archer. Uh, you could see the, 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 the contrast in both. You know, in the wordings of everything, it's very interesting. One hundred percent. This is a get rich scheme. That's all that they're about is enriching themselves. And I believe that they have all this information on there. How many people have this laptop? How many people now have this information? Uh, I think it's all going to come to a head. The, you don't think that these com- anyone out there. listening? you don't think that these committees under Jim Jordan are not going to go and investigate this <clears throat> stuff. Oh, I They already like are. We know about it. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is this is the end. There's no more running. They have it all. If we're getting this information, Zach, and everybody out there is getting this information, you know that they are <sighs> that these committees under Jim Jordan, this committee under Jim Jordan is already 300 steps ahead. They already oh, yeah. have it laid out nice and pretty, ready to go. Absolutely. It's just a get rich scheme. They're done, bro. Done. Yeah.
4: So I want to take you back to this uh, this this email from Truth Ninja, where a reference was made to Joe Biden's papers. Now, this email was from a man named Ralph Beagleiter, uh, cpc.udel.edu. So that is some uh, uh, university or something. I, I'm not familiar with it, but he says, I feel terrible that you beat me to the punch with your note. I've been meeting with students this morning, working on the Carl Rove Howard Dean event for next Monday. I really appreciate meeting with you in Washington, hearing your valuable thoughts about the future of this project, the content of the Institute, and especially your enthusiasm. I'm very glad you had the chance to fill in a bit more about your overall project. I think you realize now that this is much bigger than the papers, although, of course, the papers are the very crucial first step. I hope, hope you agree that the bigger picture is truly an exciting prospect, and I'm glad we had a chance to explore the building just a bit, too. Sounds to me like he's discussing the setup for the University of Penn Biden Center, where they first found Joe Biden's papers, and those papers were more than likely filled with classified information that Biden and the Biden crime family were selling to foreign interests. I think that not only, Thomas, did they use this information to enrich themselves in a personal fashion through their own business dealings, but I'm certain that they also used this classified information to enrich themselves by selling it to foreign business deal, excuse me, foreign government interests as well. Certainly the Chinese, certainly any other That's nation. Fair. Yes, yes, absolutely. Take your pick, man. Take your pick. It's all over.
5: Yeah, I mean, the. The connection and, – and again, Trump has this stuff, whereas the business dealings in Burisma, whether it's the close connection well, – how many times have we heard over and over and over that the CCP, either it's from Steve Bannon or Matt Gates or Jesse Waters, whoever it may be, they all are saying that the CCP is controlling this resident in power. I mean the – all of this will come to light. I don't see this going elsewhere. The only thing is is when you – and we've heard this before too, where you say – What I've read is that you cannot arrest or uh, prosecute a sitting president. Is that correct?
4: You cannot prosecute a sitting president, no, because by virtue of the fact that they're president, they could just immediately give themselves a pardon uh, and they could even make it in perpetuity so that they would never be able to be prosecuted. But there is there is I, I believe it's either unspoken or it's actually written that a sitting president cannot be indicted and cannot be prosecuted for anything, probably because a president has to make those kinds of, you know, really uh, skinnier teeth decisions. And sometimes they straddle the line of what's strictly legal. If I had to guess, that's that's what I would say. Right. Let let, let me also make note of something else, because I see people talking about it in the chat. Uh, The question of Kamala Harris's legal viability as president of the United States, the uh okay okay so to be president of the United States you got to be at least 35 you have to have been uh living here for 14 years you have to be a natural born US citizen now today i i would say that probably a large number of left wing scholars believe that a natural born US citizen just means somebody who was born in the United States kamala harris is an anchor baby her parents were not naturalized U.S. citizens. They were immigrants who had not achieved citizenship yet. So there is a constitutional argument that that says Kamala Harris could not become president should Joe Biden step down or some other terrible thing happen. Uh, And this came up when she was running for president. Now, a lot of people I've mentioned this the other day, but, you know, people have uh, sent me emails. Oh, Kamala can't be president. It's illegal. She's not a natural born U.S. citizen. The language and definition of what a natural U.S.-born citizen is, is up to interpretation, unfortunately. And it's very possible that could be further uh, decided in court. But as of right now, I think it's pretty clear that Kamala believes she can be president. I think the Democrats in the deep state believe that she could be president. Uh, I think that a lot of constitutional scholars believe that she can't be president. And in my opinion... Uh, knowledge of the law and understanding of what's right has never stopped these people from doing whatever it is right. they want to do. So, if they want Kamala Harris to be president, for however long it ends up lasting or, or holding, I think that they're going to do it. And I think it is pretty clear, Thomas, that they are are working to push Joe Biden out of office at this point. I think that he has outlived his usefulness, uh, and I think that. There's something else that they have at play. They know that Joe Biden isn't going to last very long. And uh, I, I tend to think that although he may be failing mentally, he also has an ego uh, that is the size of Texas. Okay? The man believes he can do and say whatever he wants. Uh, let me see. Uh, the 12th Amendment says no one can serve as VP if ineligible to serve as president, unfortunately. So. By very virtue of that fact, since Kamala Harris is already in the office of the vice president, I I feel like they have essentially set the precedent for what a natural born U.S. citizen means today. Now, at the time that our nation was founded, uh, that I I believe it was something different entirely, like your parents needed to be from America and you needed to be from America. Um, Now, of course, the first people who ran the country, I don't think that that was necessarily true. You know, I mean, we had immigrants from all over that were now U.S. citizens and then some people who had been here for longer. But I- either way, I think they've set the precedent. And I-, I-, I may not believe that it's legal for Kamala to be president, but I think that's what exactly what they're trying to do right now. Um, Thomas, I also ha- I-, I forgot to show this off at the beginning of the show. I have a whole bunch of goodies that I got from my mailbox, and I have to say thank you to a couple of awesome viewers. First of all, I want to give a big shout out to my buddy, Vector117. You can follow him on Rumble. He has been sending me all of this merchandise that he had made. Look at this. It's a Vector117 American flag fanny pack. Pretty funny. When I ride my bike, I'll wear that. Uh, He also sent me another Vector117 coffee mug. That's really, really cool. Uh, he also sent me a vector one, one, seven duffel bag. If I start working out again, I'll take that to the gym I need to go. We've had a bit too much. Oh God. And let me show you this. Let me show you this. Okay. So these are shoes. This is, this is a pair of shoes that he had made for me. Don't tread on me. Check these out. They look like Chucks and they say vector one, one, seven. They have the American flag printed on them. Uh, these are, This is some of the coolest stuff anybody has ever sent me. And if you want to send me cool stuff, uh, there is a P.O. box in the uh, information below this video. Now, also, I got to give a big, big shout out to my friends at Extriction Clothing. Zach, please find the shirt enclosed. I also have included a lapel pin and a card decal that matches the shirt. Also included a decal for Red Pill Girlfriend also. And that would actually be Red Pill fiance now so check this out so uh (laughs) control group this is a in reference to the covid jab uh we are in the control group because we're not receiving the actual jab itself they sent me a lapel pin of that as well super super cool we got a Another sticker, school of femininity. School of femininity established at birth. That one is for real red pill girlfriend. And then here is the Extriction t-shirt. And then on the back it says member of the control group since 2020. So big thank you to Extriction clothing. That would be let me very, very cool give you guys the actual website they're on truth social uh but it's extrictiontradingcompany.com trading company.com x-t-r-i-c-t-i-o-n trading com, and they're cool people they have a bunch of really cool designs and uh, they are a patriot brand so go ahead and check them out oh also forgot Thank you to Alex in Eagle, Idaho. Appreciate that. Uh, Thank you to uh, Lewis. Thank you to the Patriot. I can't read your signature, but he has written me a number of letters about how to update my website so that it will be visited and used better by more people. And believe me, I have a team that is supposed to be doing stuff, but it, I don't have a lot of uh, disposable income. So it's happening very slowly. Also, to uh, thank you to Jerry and Connie. Here are some coasters that Vector sent me as well. Uh, thank you very much to Kim and Greg. Kim and Greg, thank you very much. Uh, thank you to TRJ in Missouri, or is that Mississippi? Thank you to T Lane in Port Orange. Uh, this one, oh, it's from uh, Daphne Alvarez. Thank you so much. Sent me a Christmas card. I really appreciate it. And then somebody sent me uh, um, Apache Tear. Apache Tear sent me a big box of DVDs: The Serpent Prophecy, The Shadow Empire, The Rise and Fall of Religious Freedom. There's a whole bunch of. Things to Pass Out, and Revelation Speaks Peace. These are DVDs that I'm going to go ahead and check out, and then I'll tell you guys about them. But that is all for that. I really want to say thank you very much for the mail grab bag, you guys. I thought it was really, really cool. Appreciate it. Monkey GP says Executive Order 13526, Section 1.3A2, allows VP to classify classify documents, Section 3.1, Shows VP can declassify that which he originally classified, that it's no authority to declassify anything else. So if the vice president classified a document, he can unclassify it. I don't think that all of those documents that Joe Biden took.
2: Order now
5: fighterflare.com
3: From the White House were documents he had personally
4: classified. He has a history of mishandling classified documents. All right, Thomas, do you have any thoughts on the series of Asian mass shootings in California? We had three in like three days.
5: Not necessarily. I I have not followed that closely. So bring me and I guess everybody else up to speed. I have not covered that. Well, so so
4: it's in California. Okay. First of all, the theory that I have about the reason why they chose Asians is because there have recently been a number of Asian people who have begun to speak out against the white hatred and the white racism that we see in America today. Uh, Asians are predominantly disproportionately affected by affirmative action programs. Asians tend to be the smartest people in the room. Uh And that's just from, uh, you know, averages of IQ tests. They also get great scores when they go to school. But if they're unable to get into a school because they are overrepresented due to their intelligence, well, then as a, 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 a as as a point of like the equity programs that universities are trying to push, they're the ones who end up paying the price and they have to go someplace else. They have also been a spate of Asian hate crimes that have been taking place across America for the last couple of years. And predominantly, those appear to be happening at the hands of uh, 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 inner-city troubled black youth, okay? If you take a look at who is committing those crimes, that is a disproportionate representation right there. And I think that is a, a symptom of the open racism and hatred that people of color are being told is okay to put out there into the world. Certainly, you have a a go-ahead to be racist against anybody who is not considered a person of color, somebody who's Caucasian. Well, that same hatred and animus is now being displayed towards Asian people, and Asian people are speaking out against it. California is an anti-gun state. They're looking to outlaw guns altogether. So the white the the white supremacy meme has really died out don't you think a lot of people are just not buying it anymore so they have right. a couple of they have a couple of mass shootings in quick succession they have Asians perform them so now that level of hatred that they've been pushing on whites is going to be able to uh, it's going to be OK to push onto Asians now as well. And they'll kill two birds with one stone and they will say, you know, we need to get rid of guns altogether because guns are bad. Now, Kathy Hochul <clears throat> just visited California and she had some key words. She had some key words when she was walking around with Governor Gavin Newsom. They were being guarded by armed security guards, and uh, she said that the Second Amendment is a suicide pact, and she was clearly making an allusion to the number of mass shootings that had just happened there in California. The the oh, diligent yeah, says it's okay. a standard Bolshevist communist technique.
5: 100%. I mean, yeah, it's another gun grab. They're going to continue to do – how many times do we have to see that – You know, if if it's Asians, if it's blacks, if it's whites, if it's Hispanics, you can think of Uvalde. All these sorts of things, it's all about America being the last stand. Look at what's happened to Brazil. Look at what's happened to Venezuela. Look at what's happened to Canada. All these people, and you can name, go on and on with these countries, they don't have the right to bear arms. They don't have that right. So immediately... Dude, that's the last stand. They're so easily taken care or taken advantage of that way and controlled and enslaved. Furthermore, that's what they want for America. That they want it so bad they'll never get it through. Though, and anytime that the Democrats are in power, that is all you will ever see: is mm-hmm. the gun grab. And meanwhile, they're walking around. You have just like you said, you have Hochul and you have Gavin Newsom walking around with. You know, I get it that they're, but the, the hypocrisy of it all. Is that, yeah, we understand that you are a, a political figure. You must be protected by bodyguards. But what about these, you know, you can go into this for a second. You know, think about these places where they're doing the uh, drag shows in front of kids. And you have Antifa leftist maniacs who are standing out there with AR-15s and no one says a word. The hypocrisy is what pisses me off so much, man. That oh. It's insane. But they're going to continue to grab these things. They're going to try and go for it, but they'll never get it. And, and people will continue to die. I think they try and push
4: their. I think you're right. I think that they will no, they will not be successful. Uh, But yes, the hypocrisy is the most stunning aspect of it for me. It's always rules for thee, but not for me. Okay, you can't have guns, but I must be protected by armed security guards because I'm so afraid of you. When our politicians are so afraid of the public that they're supposed to be working for, you can tell that there has been a major breakdown in the power dynamic of that system. Politicians. The reason they're afraid of the people of the United States is because they know they're bending us over and screwing us without our consent on a daily basis. Okay, they are quite literally raping the nation and they are slowly attempting to squeeze out every last right that we hold dear. And the Second Amendment is first and foremost among them. But you're right. They will not be successful. And I hope that they keep uh, uh, exposing themselves In the ways that they have been recently, because the more that they expose themselves, the more hilarious it becomes to people and the more obvious it is that they are completely full of crap. We can't allow them to keep behaving in this way. Kathy Hochul, I hope that everybody in New York moves out. OK, I hope that New York, if they can't elect new leadership, that they just go ahead and leave. Let it turn into a hellhole full of illegal migrants, illegal aliens getting shipped up to New York City. Uh, see what happens to New York when nobody has any money. See what happens when there's no business or industry. The, con- the state itself is going to collapse and there's not going to be any way for them to continue on in the way that they have. Uh, maybe it'll just become a giant prison uh china doesn't want us to have oh. guns no they don't want us to have guns and they don't want us to have gas stoves either thomas we didn't even talk about that last week but they try They're oh. the left aoc starts with aoc he makes a post about how gas stoves are like making people retarded or something i don't even know what she said but you know that's basically description of her and okay yeah, and then all of a sudden there is this, this uh, movement on the left talking about the dangers of gas stoves. Washington Post posts an op-ed about how gas stoves need to go away. And in California, they announced that they're going to get rid of all gas stoves. By 2035, certain states are no longer going to even install gas lines for people. And then when we caught on to it and started talking about it, the left starts making fun of us, saying, oh, the latest conspiracy theory from people on the right that we are coming to take your gas stoves. No, this, we're not coming to take your gas stoves. This is just a conversation about childhood asthma. Do you know the United States is like the largest deposits of natural gas in the world? Okay, exactly. And the United States needs to be energy independent. Under President Trump, we were. I love cooking with gas. I hate cooking with electricity. Electric ranges are shit. They don't work right, okay? You, work. you cannot heat your food evenly. Something either gets un- not done enough or it gets burnt. Things are just super freaking hot. You can't tell when the stove is hot because everything turns off. When you have a flame, a beautiful blue natural gas flame, and you heat up that pan and throw a big pad of butter in there, and you know exactly how long it takes for that stuff to get working. I, I love to cook, okay? And you just can't cook properly with an electric range. And how are you getting that electric power? Nine times out of ten, it's coal, all right? Which is a much, much worse thing for the environment if you're going to be keeping score. So if we can't use natural gas, then who is going to use natural gas? Probably getting shipped over to China. And again, China is the one behind this effort to outlaw natural gas stoves here in the United States. They want to cripple us emotionally. They want to cripple us financially. They want to cripple us politically and believe me, they have done an excellent job so far on so many points. But we got a lot of people who are awake and aware of what's going on,
5: dude. I mean, they want you to have that poverty mentality. You know, it's just like Klaus Schwab said, said like you will have nothing and be happy. <clears throat> There's even articles about that. They were talking about it at the WEF that it's like, you know, I don't have anything and I am happy, and it's just like that. They want you to eat bugs. They want you to have a gas. Stove. By the way, the cleanest burning en- energy is the natural gas. It's so clean, and there's such an abundance <clears throat> of it in America. Just yeah. like you said, you know, they, that's what they want you to do. Um, and they laugh about it, and and the they want you to give up. They want you to probably end your life because they want you to mi- they want to make your life as miserable as possible. And I there's not many things that are more miserable than uh cooking with a electric stove. It's absolutely terrible, but it, it, in, in you know, in a boomerang effect, it makes them look so stupid. It really does. How many, you know, it, we <clears throat> live in the South. When I hear anyone bring up and it's not just conservative people, but when when these articles come out about gas sto- or about electric stoves and eating bugs and stuff like that. Yeah. The more insane they come off, they look insane and they sound insane. <clears throat> and everyone is just kind of like, you know. Distancing themselves so far away from the left, mm-hmm. and that's a good—that's a good thing. Just like you said, everyone's become aware to their garbage ideology, and it's only going to get worse, man. I feel like again, I mean, they're just—they're—they're they're sinking their own ship with their ideas and the way that they believe that we are supposed to live. They're just trying to, you know, dehumanize all of us. It's not going to work. You know, we're very <clears> strong people. We're—we've we're been used to being a first world nation, not a third world country. And a lot of people are waking up to that, man. A lot Absolutely. of people are
4: prepared. Yeah. Uh, Janice six, nine, six, six. Thank you very much for the rumble rant. says, has anyone tried to fact check how Kareen Jean-Luc Picard was <laughs> Korean. Jean-Pierre tried to say only 3% of our SPR oil went to China. 0% of our SPR strategic reserves should have gone to China. That was for the United States. In case of emergency, Donald Trump bought that at a significant discount, filled it up. And Joe Biden, ba- I talked Correct. about this in Red Pill News yesterday. Also guys, if you are not aware, Rumble does not send you a notification when I do a pre-recorded episode of Red Pill News. I think I'm going to have to start streaming them, like coming on live and then playing the video and then doing a little commentary extra. Um, I think that's the only way I'm going to get the word out about it. But if you guys could please go back to my channel and uh, check out that episode that I did yesterday, because I talked about a lot of really important things. But yeah, I, I don't have any, um, any way to, I don't have any way to verify that. You know, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, all that information is coming directly from the government. And if they want to massage those monies, Uh, excuse me, if they want to massage those numbers, then they're going to go ahead and do it however they can. All right. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So let me also bring up this next very important bit of information. Yesterday, there was a uh, presentation in the Arizona Senate, and it revealed in my opinion, what is most likely the truth of the Arizona election? And that truth is that Kerry Lake won the election and it was fraudulently certified by none other than Katie Hobbs. Now, in this presentation, they revealed that hundreds of failed tabulators in Maricopa County most likely misread a quarter of a million ballots during the 2022 election. And Kerry Lake says that more evidence is to come. Now, this is in front of a newly formed Arizona Senate Elections Committee, actually chaired by a friend of the program, State Senator Wendy Rogers. She is totally based. Uh, and We the People Arizona Alliance uh, co-founder Shelby Bush delivered this um, uh, presentation yesterday. Uh, it was a f- chock full of incredible information, a staggering 20 percent error rate in signature verifications. Forms with signatures on over 100,000 ballots were completely not checked. Uh, Over 420,000 ballot affidavits for failed signature validations in the 2020 election were presented. Roughly 25% of 1.9 million envelopes. A total of 290,644 failed signatures in the 2022 election. How in the hell... Could they look you straight in the face, Thomas, and say that this election was free and fair, that this election was safe, that this election was valid? They can't. It was simply a snow job. Katie Hobbs did whatever she needed to get into office. And, you know, at this point, it's out of our hands. It's in the hands of the court. It's in the hands of the legislators there in Arizona. They have to do something about this. Otherwise, Arizona's gone. All right. They're going to continue to steal it over and
5: over and over again. This is a battleground state. Oh, yeah, 100%. I thought you were about to say something else. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you say, you know, how can they do this? How can they lie right to our faces? Because they have the arm of the deep state to do that. They had the mainstream media to say, hey, you know what? It was it's solidified. It was a fair and, you know, it was a free, uh, righteous, uh, an election. And uh, if you say otherwise, you're an election denier, Zach. You're not a patriot. You, you're, you're a conspiracy <laughs> theorist. It's just pure propaganda. And they continue to get away with it over and over and over. Did you see the guy who actually confronted uh, Katie Hobbs, I believe he posed as a fan of hers, and then said, "What do you think about these down machines? What do you think about you know what's going on right now in Arizona and 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 then and then creating um being ran by a uh, Winnie Rogers and literal panic. All this bitch does is run away and hide. Remember when she was at the restaurant oh, yeah. and and the black guy came up to her and she like cowered and like uh ah. do these people have been <laughs> these people have been getting away with it for so long and now like they can't they can't anymore i really feel like they they can't run any further um dude i i just feel like this is coming to a head and uh they're gonna pay the repercussions that what they've done to all of us especially people you know people in arizona people in arizona are pissed man i have people on my show that are just like it was stolen from us we're absolutely upset and imagine if that happened in your state in florida or in south carolina i mean who wouldn't be upset with it man there's no more running there's no more running and i i hope that this uh this court can uh you know switch things up for her and i think that they will i think that they will i mean they have to or just like you said arizona's forever lost again a, ba- a battleground state that we have to have i just did feel like things will turn around I, I think that this the exposure must continue for more people to get eyes on this that's the only way that you can, you know, switch things up and have things, you know, change for the better. Well, th-
4: the good news is that this this research, OK, this evidence that they presented to the Senate is actually part of Kerry Lake's lawsuit, which is currently before the Arizona State Supreme Court. So there is a possibility that somebody is going to look at this and recognize what all of us know to be patently obvious. We had failure of sixty percent of the machines there in, in for in-person voters. Okay, uh, and it was a th- three-to-one ratio affecting America First voters. Uh, when you combine it with nearly three hundred thousand failed verifications and improper scanning, I mean, it it, the, it it becomes so clear that the margin of victory for Katie Hobbs just doesn't exist. Absolutely doesn't exist. And then over here on Rumble, thank you so much to Untitled82, who said, Thomas is right about these people. They're insane. It's so obvious now. Yeah, it is. I, I, and Thomas is right. I feel like it's becoming more and more obvious every single day to more people all across America. And as I've said for years now, you guys, you've got to take that anger. You've got to take your knowledge. You've got to take your understanding of how corrupt and broken this system is and funnel it into efforts in your own home, in your own area, in your county, in your city, in your state. You've got to be the one out there fighting for justice. You've got to be the one fighting to bring these people and hold them accountable for the crimes they're committing against the United States of America. We have the numbers. There are so few of them. Why do you think Kathy Hochul and Gavin Gavin Gruesome Newsom— Walk down the street with armed bodyguards, guns on their hips, ready to draw on any pleb that comes up and tries to touch them. It's because they are afraid. They know that if we wanted to, we could take this system over. But we are law-abiding citizens, and there are ways that we can take over in a nonviolent fashion. But we need every single one of you to be doing that. We need all of us to be acting in concert to take these people down from the pedestals they have created. There's nothing special about them except that they're willing to do whatever it takes to destroy us and our way of life. We have got to be the ones who take control of our own destiny. God puts you here. (laughs) Well, let me just finish this thought. God puts you here right now in this time, in this place with the knowledge you have so that you can be the one to save America. Jim Kyle says, guys, are you kidding? Do you really think our corrupt justice system will get it right? Jim Kyle, I am not making any predictions. I I am remaining cautiously optimistic. I'm not going to come on this show and just say we're fucked. Okay, pardon my French, you know, I'm not just going to come out here and just black pill on you. I mean, there is always a chance that somebody is going to do the right thing. And I know that when it looks like nobody does the right thing over and over and over again, it's easy. It's easy to say we are never going to win. All right. But I can tell you this. If I come out here and start saying we're never going to win, if I come out here and tell you guys that we have no chance in hell of ever getting this right, you know, then what's the point? What the hell's the point? We have to fight. We have to believe there is a problem. We have to believe there is a solution to that problem. And we have to believe that maybe somebody finally somewhere is going to do the right thing. You got to start at home. You start doing the right thing so that we can influence the people around us. And that's the only way that we're going to be able to win this is by trying. But if you give up, it's over. Untitled82 says, come on, normies, wake up, wake up. Absolutely.
5: Go ahead. I mean, I mean, that's a great great rant. I mean, 100 percent makes sense. Oh, let's give up and let's, you know, let's let's continue to this black. What are you manifesting? What are you manifesting? You're manifesting your destiny of literally being controlled, enslaved, and probably taken out as a MAGA supporter, as a uh, as a as a patriot. You don't think that that's close by? Like, what do you? You can't think that way. As as dark as things get, as heavy as things can and be, and what our reality may seem like. You know, if if you're just reacting negative and all you do is pushing out. You know, uh, darkness out into uh, the collective consciousness. What are you going to create? You're going to create the worst. You have to have a mindset or you'll, of positivity and of faith, or, or it all comes plummeting down on you. You have to keep that mindset positive. Just like Zach said, you know, it is it, no matter how many times this happens or whatever takes place, somewhere, somehow, in some shape, form, or fashion, God intervenes. Yes. And I think that that's what's happening now, dude. That's what we're witnessing now. We're just kind of like in a limbo stage where you know we're we, we're going up this this roller coaster ride. We're at the top, and I feel like we're about to come going down on this. We've gone through the bullshit long enough, and I really think that God's intervening right here, right now. And, and when it does happen, you'll recognize it, guys, because you've been waiting on it for so long, just like me and Zach, yeah. waiting. <clears throat>
4: And this 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 isn't an an attack on you, Jim. I mean, I respect you. And, you know, thank you very much for the donation. But all I'm saying is that the easy way out is to black pill and just, you know, uh, just give up hope. It takes effort to wake up every day and believe that America can be restored. It takes effort to believe every single day that I can come on the show and have some greater effect and help people to find that same optimism every single day. It takes a lot of work. Because there are days when I wake up and I just look at what's happening in the world and I think, oh, God, do I want to keep doing this? What else would I be doing if I wasn't trying to bring people information, if I wasn't trying to help people to see a light at the end of the tunnel? I don't know that I would be alive. I don't know that I could continue on myself. It takes effort. And God put me here with a mission Always remember this, Moses led the Israelites through the desert for 40 effing years, okay? 40 years. And many of you have been alive for at least 40 years. Many of you have been alive to witness the slow decline of the United States of America. Many of you probably don't know anything other than what we're living in right now. But believe me, there is a... It, the What is it? The, the moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends towards justice to uh, quote Martin Luther King. All right. And over time, over time, we can overcome these evil bastards and destroying America. We simply can't stand for it. We have to be the change that we want to see in this world. We have got to make an effort. We got to believe that through our efforts, we can make this country great again, make America great again. Remember what Donald Trump said when he came down that escalator, He gave up everything, everything to become president of the United States of America. He stood in the face of insurmountable odds and he took the war directly to the deep state. And here we are today. Thomas, I don't know that we would be here If it wasn't for Donald Trump walking down that escalator, God bless that man. God bless America. And God bless every single one of you who wake up every single morning and say, you know what? Despite the fact that it looks like we might never eat, despite the fact that it looks that I might die before I know America has been restored. I'm going to keep fighting every single day like it's my last, like we have a future and like in my own small way, I'm going to be able to beat these people. All right. Thank you very much. I hope that that helped every single one of you. And I want to say thank you to everybody who is chilling with us today, uh, really enjoying this conversation with you, Thomas. Let me go through these thank yous over here on the foxhole. Porpoiseful, thank you again. CB Joey, my boy, my my sh- my shot show friend. Thank you very much for that ship. I appreciate it. Just Duckies says, very curious to know if Trump will come out and state that he da- declassified the docs that Pence just found. Uh If they are declassified, then there is a distinct possibility Trump would go ahead and say that. Uh Obviously, with this now being in the hands of the FBI and the DOJ, we're going to go ahead and uh, have to just watch it play out. But, yeah, that's a that's a nice thought. Who cares, says Zach. Joe is worse than Pence. He had docs from the Senate. Oh, yeah. Joe has had documents going back years. He has a long and and rich history of the mishandling of classified documents. It is way worse than what Mike Pence did. And uh, the, the 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 equivocation between the two, it's very tenuous at best. Uh, Sunny Skies, thank you for that cookie. Slug Trail says, bingo bongo, baby. It's worldwide espionage and the espies go to the Biden family. 100%. A PB&J sandwich says, thank you for consistently doing the research and reporting the truth. God bless you, Zach. Omazon, thank you for the gold pills. Nikaz808, my, uh, uh my, my Hawaiian friend says you 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 get some of the coolest stuff best channel and audience thank you brother i wouldn't be that best channel if it wasn't for people like you i appreciate you just duckies says can we get a way to get those shoes vector got you they are badass you can go subscribe to vector's channel and i believe that he is going to do a limited run of them and i bet you he would absolutely love it if you guys wanted to wear those shoes as well um Continuing on, Just jewels thank you for that cookie. Janice17, thank you for the can. Kitty Woo, thank you for the cookie. Mountain Lace, thank you as well. And then Thick Ray says, yes, sir. It's been a 50-year fight. I can't believe it's actually happening. Hashtag the truth is loose. Vector117, tell everybody how they can buy those shoes, dude. Because I think you got a, a winner, winner, winner chicken dinner on your hands, man. All right. And then I actually did have a couple of buy me a coffees. It's been a minute, so let me pull these up. Um Susie Q said, thank you, RP, for your hard work. You are appreciated. And then Tracy Arizona says, Zach, can you interview Ann Vandersteel and help us understand becoming an American national? Pros and cons. Government has had us by the balls when we obtained a social security number and birth certificate. Input wanted. I have been looking for a way to do a show on this for quite some time. Um, this is one of those things that is a very touchy subject. The government basically considers you to be like a domestic terrorist, like when you start talking about this stuff. And uh, I, there are so many things I know that I'm already on the government's radar for. Um, I actually met somebody uh, at the moment of truth and, sir, I forgot your name and I don't know how to get a hold of you, but he became an American national. uh, Excuse me. I guess there are different ways to say it. I don't want there's the the sovereign movement, I think it is. But the FBI is really watching for people using that term online. Let me tell you, I've seen a couple of documents, but um, people have done it. And uh there is some benefit to taking yourself out of the system. There are also some uh I guess some cons as well. Uh so yeah, I'll reach out to Ann. We'll see what's going on there, and uh we'll see how I can best bring you guys that information. Um, I will say this, you know, there was also somebody who sent me, did I tell you this, Thomas? There was someone who sent me a message about a website that teaches people how not to pay taxes. And uh, I went and looked into it, and it's like a membership service or something like that. But like when I searched for it, the first thing I found was the DOJ putting out press releases of arresting people and putting them in prison for following this method. So I just want to say anybody out there who is perhaps involved in it, just be very, very careful. You know, um, there's, there's uh, there, there, I guess that there are limits to the things that um, I'm willing to do just given the, uh, the, 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 the spotlight that I have on me in this situation. So all right, um, Vector117 says, By the way, Zach, I have a new channel, and it has shows done by Anon's Patriot Media Posse on Rumble. Okay, cool. I will go ahead and subscribe. Everybody else, subscribe there as well. Patriot Media Posse. Absolutely love it. Thomas, what do you got coming up today, brother?
5: Yeah, uh, today uh, we'll have the uh, live stream on Rumble and on Foxhall at 4 p.m. per usual with my co-host, Brett Collins. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit about Demar Hamlin. We're going to be talking about Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, uh, some other stuff out there too A little conspiratorial today Which mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to So if you guys are into that uh, Tune in Rubble.com slash true reporting For that 4pm live stream And uh, thank you Zach Another great Tuesday <clears throat> Another great show my man Appreciate it
4: Absolutely uh, Maga Country Dad says Red Pill News What if they find China collusion with Biden And Biden stole the election and used Pence Would everything be N.A. not applicable I f- think that if they find that and it gets reported that is a huge huge bit of newsworthy information um i am i I'm, I'm skeptical that they're going to take it too far with joe biden i think that they're trying to see just enough doubt in his ability to remain president uh and if they can get him to leave without too much coming out they will uh but I know that there are also good people working behind the scenes to bring the Biden crime family to uh, to account uh, and in the greatest way possible. I truly do believe that this erupted from the criminal investigation into Hunter Biden. Uh, And uh, if if this really pans out in the way that I think it will, Hunter Biden is screwed and the Biden crime family is screwed as well. But before we get to that point, I'm I'm just watching. I'm observing because I think that it's a pretty good, pretty good stuff. Uh let me see one more over here rise attire this is this wins this wins quote of the day our enemies are fine with a multi-generational plan not seeing the outcome in their lifetimes we must be too that my friends is the truth i've said this before some of you are going to make it to the end some of you are not going to see it but i need you to be okay with putting in as much effort as you can uh, until that day comes. we got to keep fighting. we got to keep fighting like tomorrow is going to be another day and we're going to wake up because you never know. You never know when it's going to happen. You never know how much longer you have on this earth. You never know when God's going to call you home. And you want to know that when you go home, that your life meant something. And that's how I live every single day. I want to know that I'm doing something good. And I want to know that when God calls me home, I can stand before him and say I'm proud of my life. All right. I love you guys. I love you, Thomas. I'm going to thank you for being here on this and every Tuesday. Let me go ahead and pass out those gold pills over here on the foxhole and boom, release the scratch, and it has been released. All right, you guys, I'll be back later today. Until that time, good luck, and God bless. Hey, make sure you watch Bad uh, Baseless Conspiracies from last night with me and John over on Badlands Media. Make sure you're subscribed, and tomorrow at 9 p.m., check out Altered State with me and Brad Getz. It's a great program, both of them, and I have a lot of fun doing it. So we'll see you guys later. Good luck, and God bless. button on rumble hit the like button on your way out hit the like button hit the like button please hit the like button click that like button before you go
2: back.